guys, it's Shelby. Welcome to Made and Being Made. In Hebrews 10, 14, the New Living Translation says, For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. I made this podcast just as a way to encourage um, fellow believers as we walk through this process of sanctification and trying to, to grow to be closer and more like Jesus. Um, so though by that one sacrifice, he forever made us perfect and we're forgiven and set free, we're still being made holy. And so as the Lord teaches me through his word um, and through experience, I'm just going to share through this podcast what he's teaching me in hopes that it will encourage someone else because um, we all go through very similar things. So I hope this podcast can be an encouragement to you. Hey guys, good morning. So this morning I was reading through, um, I was beginning to read through 2 Corinthians and I just read um, chapters 1 through 3 this morning and a few things really stood out to me, but I just wanted to discuss some of them. Uh, One of the things, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but um, I realized this morning that like, you know, those times when you just sit down to read your Bible and you're like, okay, just going to do my thing, like open it, read it, try to get something out of it and go. And you forget that, like, it is the living, active Word of God, and we really should stop and pray and ask God to, like, give us revelation and understanding and everything before we read it. And this morning, I I did that. I sat down and I was like, Lord, I feel distracted and overwhelmed by what's going on in life, and I just need you to, to speak to me through your Word this morning because I can't, I don't have the brain power to, like, try to teach myself a lesson from from a book. I need you to to give me revelation of your word. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, like there are mornings that I definitely don't do that. Like it just either slips my mind or I'm rushing or allowing whatever anxieties about the day to just kind of dictate whether or not I'm very prayerful about reading. But just want to encourage whoever's listening to remember to just ask God for for you, for him to give you understanding because we can do nothing apart from Jesus and he is yeah he's the one who will, who will enlighten us through his word and give us understanding of how to apply things um so anyway um uh, there's a few things this morning that stood out to me i encourage you to read um second corinthians even if you have time to stop now and read it um but I'll read a couple little sections. So first Corinthians, not first, second Corinthians 1, 8 through 11 says, we don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of our affliction that took place in Asia. We were completely overwhelmed beyond our strength so that we even despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received a sentence of death so that we would not trust ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. He was he has delivered us from such a terrible death and he will deliver us. We have put our hope in him that he will deliver us again while you join in helping us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gift that comes to us through the prayers of many. Um, so a couple of things that stood out to me here is, is they're saying like brothers and sisters who are praying for us, we don't want to be secretive about the trials and the afflictions that we went through in Asia. And he says, like, we were overwhelmed beyond our strength. We even despaired of life itself. Like, they were going through some tough stuff in Asia. And he says, 
Like, indeed, we feel that we have received the sentence of death so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. And um, when I was reading this this morning, this just happened to, like, make a connection in my brain um, between, like, what Paul is saying here to the Corinthians about his struggles and how I was feeling during an outreach that I was on um, in the Middle East. And um, it really was a great outreach. It was in a a pretty, like, mild country. Um, But I was teaching English, and it was... Um, it was just one of the most different things I've ever done. I had never been in that different of a culture before, never been away from home that long before, never taught English to adults before. And so I was just feeling in over my head. And while all of that was going on, and it was just a lot of change, um, I was having a lot of like internal conflict. Um, I, I would call it spiritual warfare, just thinking like things like, what is the point of me being here? Like, why would God bring me here? I feel like I'm not making a difference. And um, a lot of like old lies that I thought I had conquered and left behind me about like not being good enough and all this stuff. But there was just a lot going on from physical trials to emotional and spiritual trials. And um, it was cool because after I came home from that couple month experience and um, really prayed through feeling like a failure, to be honest, I felt like like, Lord, I totally failed that whole experience because I wasn't, you know, happy-go-lucky, like, singing praises left and right. Um, But what I did see going back is that I had to really lean into Jesus. And I had to, I totally was relying on God's strength and not my own because I felt like, like this line in in the uh, Second Corinthians where he says, we even despaired of life itself. Like, I just was in despair and felt like I couldn't do anything. Um, and so I was relying on God and I would cry out to God and tell him how I, how I was feeling and everything. And so this just reminded me of like, like speaking about those times when we feel those really difficult trials, whether they're inner turmoil or like physical, um, physical trials that we share about how that makes us depend on God and still proclaim like God's goodness Um, and then I just, I love at the end too, where it just set, it talks about prayer. Like while you join in helping us by your prayers, uh, many will give thanks on our behalf because of the gift that came to us through the prayers of many. Um, and just the importance of prayer for those who are, who are going through trials, those who are doing like the Lord's work in missions and things like that. Um, just stood out to me this, this morning because uh, we have a team from church that just went out to go to South Asia and, um, yeah, just remembering to like lift up brothers and sisters in prayer because, um, that really makes a difference. So that stood out to me a lot this morning, just like whatever I'm going through, even right now, whatever you're going through, a lot of times God will use those trials. Like he's not going to waste any trial in your life. So whether we're going through depression or bouts of anxiety, or we lost our job and we're homeless or whatever's going on whether it's big or small, God's going to use that for his glory. And a lot of times his glory might look on, look like us being humbled and relying more fully on him. So that stood out to me this morning because I am human and I can sometimes get into those patterns of like, woe is me. But ultimately, like every single thing in my life, God can use for his glory. And I should see how I can be relying on him. Um, the other thing 
it really stood out to me today because I was feeling a little bit discouraged about like, how do people who even have access to the good news of Jesus, they can read, they have God's word, they still reject Jesus for whatever reason. Like they don't understand it or it doesn't, they don't think that it's, they either don't think it's real or they're too afraid and all these things. And I'm like, man, I am like chief of sinners. Like I, ha- I don't see myself as like greater than anyone who's struggling to accept Christ. Um, but, uh, like I was reading this this morning. I'll, I have a hard time getting my words out here for what I'm thinking, but it was talking about the veil, like how a veil is covering their faces and keeping or covering their hearts and keeping them from understanding. Um, and that only Jesus can bring understanding. And I have one person on my heart that I've just been praying for and, um, and talking with who is struggling to understand and fully accept, um, Jesus for themselves. And I am just like really burdened for this person because they have access to the truth and people speaking the truth into their life, but there's this fear. And I think like a confusion, um, that's keeping them from accepting Jesus as their Lord. Um, and, but I read this today and it says, um, it's basically, it was talking about how when Moses, when Moses is read, the Israelites had a veil over their hearts and so they couldn't understand. Um, but I'll read this. It's second Corinthians three verse 15 through I think 18. Um, but it says, Yet still today, whenever Moses is read, the veil lies over their hearts. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We all, with unveiled faces, are looking, as in a mirror, at the glory of the Lord, and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord, who is the Spirit." So I was super encouraged by that this morning because as I'm like feeling super discouraged and being like, God, like there's these people have access to you, like to your truth, but they just can't see it. And knowing that like, I can't talk someone into understanding there. If there's a veil over their heart, the only thing I can do is point to Jesus and keep speaking the truth to them. Keep being faithful to like encourage them to turn to Jesus, but Ultimately, I have to pray that God would draw them to turn and fully embrace Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. Because as it says in verse 16, but whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Um, So that's what we're eagerly waiting for. So there were a lot of other little things that I (laughs) like, felt like I learned through the first three chapters of 2 Corinthians today. But those were two of them. So I hope that that can be an encouragement to you today. Thank you for listening. I'm going to pray. And I hope that you have a great day. Father, thank you for um, just revealing things to me through your word. And I repent of any times that I've tried to just like get information from reading your word and not turning to you and asking you to speak to me and relying on you for um, for even educating me, God. Um, I acknowledge that I can't do anything apart from you, um, that we can't do anything apart from you. And I just pray a blessing over anyone who comes across this to listen to it. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to them directly. Pray that you would speak to me today, God. 
um, and that you would just continue to make me more, more and more like Jesus. Lord, I pray you would give me your eyes to see people, your, your grace to give to people, um, and just your love so that I can pour it out onto everyone I meet, Lord. Um, I pray that for anyone who's listening as well. But we thank you for who you are and for your, your unchanging character. And we thank you that you are love and you can teach us how to love God. Um, yeah, I pray that this podcast would be a, a glorifying to you, Lord, and that it would be a blessing to whoever listens. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening today. If you have any questions or um, just something's on your heart that you'd like to share, prayer requests, anything, feel free to um, call in and share. I would love to have you be a part of this podcast. Um, And I hope that the Lord has spoken something to you today and just encouraged you in some way. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.